Have you ever had somebody come up to you and say, would you hold space for me? Seems to be a catchphrase nowadays, isn't it? But what does that mean? Well, in today's episode, we're going to unpack that very thing. And with on it being a Valentine's weekend, it's probably a good thing that we learn how to do this one important piece in deepening the relationship we have with our loved ones. Let's get on with it. The average man today is sleepwalking through life. Many never reaching their true potential, let alone ever crossing the finish line to living a purposeful life. Luckily throughout history, there exists a few good men we can look to for guidance. Strong, confident, driven. Men who weren't afraid to face the greatest tyrant they've ever known, their minds. Forged in the fire of their shadows, these men knew who they were at their core. Solid in their convictions, owners of their reality. Men of action, strength and character. Masters of their destiny. Today's man is no different. The hunger still exists, albeit buried amidst his cluttered mind, misguided beliefs, and values that no longer serve them or the world. There's never been a better time than today for men to stand up and claim their stake. It's time to reconnect to your life purpose. Evolving into husbands and fathers, our wives and children deserve. Becoming masters of our life and the leaders of our homes and community. Ever evolving, Today's man is assured he is aligned for greatness. Welcome to the movement. Stay strong, my brother. Well, hello, gentlemen. Welcome to the Evolving Man podcast. My name is Alan DeMonso, and I'm the founder and creator of The Awakened Man. And before we get into today's episode about deepening our connection with our with wives and those people that we care and love for, I'd like to invite you to come out to our band of brothers. It's our weekly men's circle. It's an opportunity for strong and resilient men to get together and to work towards not only their own personal growth, but the growth of the group as well as a whole. And so if you're really interested in raising the level of your life, then I encourage you to participate in the Hero's Quest. It's a 90-day program where you get an opportunity to work on one of the six pillars of life. And with that being said, why don't we get into today's podcast on WTF, what is this holding space all about? So it wasn't that long ago that my wife approached me and she said, would you hold space for me? And I had to sit there for a moment and scratch my head and say, what is she talking about? I'm here, aren't I? But really, the challenge is that in today's environment, this catchphrase is everywhere we turn, isn't it? Would you hold space for me? And holding space in circles and other in other environments. And we're trying as men to figure out what does that look like? How does it feel? And how do we represent ourselves in that environment? You know, for most guys, being able to hold space is kind of like that thinking of that touchy-feely piece. And we may not want to participate in but the truth of the matter is, is that that is when, when we do participate, that is when our masculine essence truly does come out and reveal itself. You know, I think about that episode on The Sopranos where James, Gall- Gall- <laughs> James Gandolfini and Edie Falco are talking about having a discussion about Italian men going down on their wives. And of course, this was because the boss at the time was uh, had that conversation and it was totally against, you know, men especially Italian men, we just don't talk like that. We don't want to think about that. It makes you a weak man. Well, that's kind of the sense that I get with this holding space piece. It's something that we, that we do, but we don't want to talk about. And so let's get serious about this for a minute. If you're truly not willing to hold space for someone that you care for, 
what are you saying to that person? You're basically telling them that they're not important enough for you to be involved in your life. And so it's really key that we learn the attributes and be able to do this holding space piece as to the best of our abilities. But first, let's think about what this, what holding space is not. See, holding space is not just sitting there and listening. It's not trying to fix problems or provide alternative viewpoints for your partner or whoever's doing the share. When we start doing that, then we're truly not holding space for them because we're blocking it with our own ideas and thoughts. And then it becomes a one-way conversation. And that's the thing that we want to avoid the most when we're trying to hold space. We don't want to be disconnected from our own experience. So while we're learning and listening by what's being shared with us, it's about really getting a sense of what this means and what's, hap- what's happening for us during that conversation. I found this quote in uh, doing some research and preparing for today's podcast. And it goes like this. A guy was describing what it was like, what holding space could be like in uh, in one of these uh, one of the men's groups and he says I feel like I've tried everything I've tried being completely silent letting her talk I've tried fixing the problem offering suggestions I've tr- even tried just agreeing with everything she said nothing seems to work it, I'm almost ready to give up now I don't know about you but I can relate to that on occasion right because we get caught in our own story and our own values and beliefs and when we do that we're not allowing an opportunity to hear what's truly being said. And so what I really like is Connor Beaton, a gentleman out of Calgary, he describes holding space as this. He says, holding space is the process of witnessing and validating someone else's emotional state while simultaneously being present to your own. Now let's let that settle in for a bit. You know, it's the process of witnessing, validating someone else's emotional state but also at the same time, being aware of what your state is all about. See, it's lending your courage and your strength in the moment of this share that's going on. See, it's more than active listening, right? It's much deeper than that. You have to be able to tune out your judgments and emotions and any perceived outcomes or opinions that you might have about what's being said. Right? It's As guys, we tend to be the Mr. Fix-It. We want to jump in and start solving the problem. And so this is where we get to practice not doing that and just being present. And so when we do that, we get a chance to understand what's really happening for that other person. So where would we use this skill of holding space in our lives? Well, really, we start right off at this talking about it with our spouse and our partners. But we can also hold space for our children, can't we? You know, they're going to come to us as fathers looking for advice or guidance. And instead of jumping in with the solution, it would do us a great good and them to be able to spend a moment and listen to what's being said. You know, we can do the same thing for family and colleagues that we work for who are looking for guidance. And if you lead a team, this is absolutely one of the most important skills that you can learn is to be able to be present, listen to what's being said, and trying not to be Mr. Fix-It, at least not right out of the gate. So how does this look like? How does it look? How do we hold space for people? Well, think of it as a, imagine this bucket that's in between yourself and the other person. And what you're doing with this bucket is this is where the place that you're going to put all your your emotions and your judgments. Not that you don't recognize your emotions, you do, but you place them in this other space. So what you're trying to do is separate and, and remove yourself from any preconceived ideas. See, it's about having empathy while not making it about you, 
right? So it's trying to be clear and, and being present. And the other thing you want to do is when you're holding space for someone is to ensure that you're turning towards them, shoulders square to that, to that conversation. Nothing's worse and, and disingenuous. And when you're speaking with someone and they're slightly turned or they're busy looking somewhere else, looking at their phone or looking at in another space, you want to be as present as you can. And that means you're going to be watching their eyes because the eyes tell all, don't they? And so looking at everything and preparing for this. I know there's some places have five, six, seven steps on how to create space, but I'm going to keep this really simple, guys. You really need to only do three things in order to be able to hold space for another person. And I've already touched on a lot of the first part already. It's awareness. So you need to notice what's going on with you and that other person. So yes, recognize the emotions that you're having right now and acknowledge them and then set them aside in that bucket. You want to be open to that conversation that's happening. You want to acknowledge the person and then set those aside as well. And you want to be present. And being present means you're looking at the other person. You're watching their body movement. How are they breathing? How have things changed? Have their, has their facial expression changed? Are their face, is their face getting flushed? You're really paying attention to the nuances and the changes that this person is going through. And then step two is you want to listen past your defenses. So you want to notice in the moment when you're trying to fix something, whether that's a thought that you're having or you're actually uttering the words or when you're trying to solve or defend a position because now you may be in a conversation part. And so now you're trying to defend something and trying not to. So you want to try not to do that. And you want to be right or be of service, right? So it's about being right or being of service. And that's really what that solving and defending is all about. So you want to try to avoid doing that. So what you want to do ultimately in this step is you want to ask yourself, what is at the core of their message? So what is it that they're sharing that's truly behind the words that they're saying? And that's where if we're, if we're used practicing the first step and, being, and using awareness of seeing where they're at, what's going on with them, we can get a better handle on what is actually transpiring in front of us. And then step three is you want to eva- validate. Now, validating doesn't mean you agree with them, although it might. You want to put yourself in their shoes and then reflect their thoughts and feelings as you understand them. See, that's when that conversation will take place and it goes back and forth. You want to let them know also that you believe them and that you believe in them. This is so key because when somebody is asking to hold space or you're having that intimate conversation, they are going to be extremely vulnerable. And so it's important that we are being present and we validate where they're at. Whether we agree with it or not, it's not our position to decide that for them. You see, it's by mastering this process that allow you to reveal your masculine strength and then you'll be able to even more present. And I'm guaranteeing you that when you you are able to master this without a doubt, the person that you're holding space for is going to feel that sense from you. So what does holding space then sound like? Well, when you're in that conversation part, it could, it could sound something like this. You may, your opening statement may be, I hear what you said and I, and then you get into what it is that they have said that really touched your heart. Or I acknowledge you for, again, that part of them being very vulnerable because they're looking, they are looking for some validation for it. 
or what you could be saying and what it brought it up, what it brought up about uh, what it brought up for me is this and trying not to make it about you, but talking about being able to relate with them about what it is that's going on. So if you've had a similar experience, but again, being careful not to make it about your experience, but about validating theirs. And again, the similar with how it felt and anything else that comes along that lines. So with this being Valentine's week, and there's not a better time for us to start practicing the idea of holding space, not just for the Valentine's day, but every day after that, you're going to have those moments. And this doesn't mean that holding space needs to take 10, 15, 20 minutes. You have to schedule it every Tuesday night. And that's not what it's about. It's about when that opportunity arises, that being present, being aware of what's going on around you. That is the ability of what holding space can bring because it shows that you care about that individual. And so if you'd like some more guidance on how you can grow in your life in the six pillars of life, we teach it through financial, emotional, physical, spiritual, professional, and relationships. Then I recommend you join the Awakened Man community and especially our Band of Brothers Men's Circle. So we offer a structured group format that focuses on these main pillars. And I have a concept called the five pillars of man. The men that flourish are those that are ready to take responsibility for where they are today, who they are today, and who they aspire to become. So if that sounds something like you, then I look forward to seeing you in the brotherhood. Thank you for joining me today. Aho, my brothers. So your journey doesn't have to end today. Come join me at the Band of Brothers. It's our weekly inner circle group. The sessions I have are broken into two parts. Our first part is on a specific topic with time to discuss the experiences related around that topic. And then second part is about a round table. And that's an opportunity for men to be able to share about the things that are going on in their lives and to be able to get some guidance from the men in the group. We meet on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can find us at members.theawakenman.net. I look forward to seeing you in the Brotherhood. Thank you for listening to the Evolving Man Podcast. Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the Brotherhood that is, The Awakened Man, at theawakenedman.net and start forging a new destiny today.